Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all. Really glad you're here tonight. We've been doing this thing. We're going through a little a bit of a heavier series, not crazy heavy. It's going to actually build. I think it gets a little heavier as we go. Um, last week we talked about loneliness, and we'll kind of recap that here in a minute. Um, this week we're talking about anxiety. Next week we're talking about depression. And then uh, the last week uh, we're talking about suicide. So you can see like, it, it, like the heaviness gets a little more, and that's okay. Uh, the, the cool thing is the Bible addresses every single one of these topics. And I love that because so often we think the Bible does not like it doesn't speak to what we come in contact with in our culture. And that's just just not true at all. The Bible uh, always does that. It just it's everywhere and it it hits those things. Last week, if you were not here, uh, Blake shared with us. Blake shared uh, these. He talked a little bit about this tonight last week uh, when it came to loneliness. Uh, And it's this truth that these truths continue to ring forth in what we're talking about this week as well. Like, it just continues the process. Uh, he talked about this, that God will never leave me. And that's so good to know that even when we feel like we're alone, that God's going to be there. And here's what I know. Even in a room full of people, we can feel alone. I, I've been there, right? I just, I just know that loneliness happens like that, and it works like that many times. And, and then the cool thing about it is he continues to put people in our lives in times of loneliness. And I love that as well. I love that God continues to put people in our lives uh, when loneliness happens and the same thing this week like he he continues when anxiety comes up like he is there and he continues to put people in our lives but I don't know if you're like me um, anybody ever fallen into the what if trap like you you know this is when anxiety loves to come up is like what if this happens what if this little situation and then that one little situation snowballs into like a hundred more what ifs like it just happens that way and now you're in a full made-up scenario like uh, let's say this you're in math this week and you have a quiz probably true like some of you are like are you spying on me no I'm not Uh, I don't have time for that Uh, like you're you're in math and you have a quiz and here's what happens we begin to say what if well, what if I fail this, this quiz? Then what if? Well, then I'm probably going to fail this class. And if I fail this class, I'm probably not going to get into college. And then I, if I don't get to college, I'm not going to have a good job. And what if I, I don't have a good job, so no one will really want to marry me? And what if like, like I, they, I do get married, and then I won't have enough money when we do have kids, and like I won't be able to buy braces for them, and then they're going to get made fun of and beat up because they have this, their, their grills jacked up? Like, it's just, and then I'll be this horrible parent, and they'll probably go to jail because they got picked on when they were a kid and, and gotten lots of fights. And, and we just, all from a math quiz, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it just happens this way. This week, uh, this Sunday, after we had a little three-on-three tournament, and um, afterwards I went home and I was watching the NCAA tournament, and I was watching Villanova versus Miami. Uh, and, and later in the second half of that game, there was a Villanova guard that sadly um, popped his Achilles tendon. And I was, as I was scrolling through Twitter, they showed this, uh, him popping his Achilles tendon, and he like looks back like someone's kicked him. And I then hit the, that Twitter, one Twitter thread, and I looked down, and it was like hundreds of people talking about when they popped their Achilles tendon. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what if I do that? And they're like, it felt like you get hit by a train. 
it took me so long to recover. Like I couldn't walk for so many, and I'm like playing the what if game. Like I'm old and I'm trying to play basketball down here Sunday as well. Like what if like that happens to me and I begin to, I mean, so we all do it, you know. Um, we can find humor in some of the what if scenarios. But here's what I know. The truth is many people struggle with anxiety. Like it's not funny for, for a lot of us. That thing that starts really small and then snowballs into something bigger. And people, some people would even ask, uh, why would you even talk about anxiety? Well, here's why. Because people I love are walking through it. And I want to help them. And another reason is this, because the Bible addresses it. Like, it, it, there's this line that you learn in Bible college where the Bible's silent, like preachers should be silent, but where the Bible speaks, like we should speak. And there's some things where the Bible's silent on, but there's a lot of things where the Bible addresses it, and I just, I just think we should talk about it. And just know tonight, as we walk through tonight, like just know there are some times where anxiety is just not what we're talking about tonight, where it's a little bit of a snowball and we're worried. There, there are other types where it's, it's, a, it's a more serious deal. Like there's clinical anxiety and there's anxiety disorders. And many times for those things, like you need like professional help but here's what I know, even if that's where you find yourself or you just find yourself with just the, the normal kind of anxiety like I have many times, God, I believe, needs to be part of the equation in both of those. In both of those situations, I think, like, God, like, he, he should be in the situation of both of those. I don't know if you know this or not, um, but um, where, where am I at here? I'm, I'm not, I, I skipped something here. Um, I, I need you to do something for me. I need you to grab uh, at the end of your rows. If you're not at the end of the row, you need to help me out there. There's some, uh, a marker and there is a, a uh, post-it note. I need you to grab one marker, one post-it note, and I'm going to give you some instructions here. The rustling of cups. One post-it note and one marker. That's all you need. One post-it note, one marker. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, uh, we're going to use this later tonight. But what I'd like for you to do, and feel free to put your hand over your paper. Like, you don't, like a lot of people don't need to see this. Like, that's totally fine and cool. It can be like a, a private thing. But here's what I'd like you to do. I'd love for you to... Um, To just write down what, what gives you anxiety, what, what brings the what-ifs on, what brings worry to you. Maybe it's just one thing, that's fine. We're not, you don't have to write the whole list. Like I said, this is personal. Don't put your name on it. But as we talk tonight, I just want you to hold on to that post-it note because we're going to do something at the end of the message tonight. I just want you to hold on to that because here's what I know many times. We get weighted down, and we do this exact thing with that post-it note. Uh, we get weighted down with worries. Just like if I was to try to walk around with this 45-pound weight all week. Uh, I, would, I could do it for a while. I'd be okay. I'd be fine. But after a while, this thing is going to get heavy. And I do not want to walk around with weights. And many times, that's what our anxiety is like. 
it is like carrying around a 45, even though you can do it for a while. And I know some of you boys and guys in here, you're like, that's nothing, man. 45, I can do that all day. Uh, I got that. Uh, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> but hold on to that post-it note because we're going to come back to it. And we're going to look at it here a little more. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but the statistics say this when it comes to anxiety, and actually this is a number that's growing. Uh, this is a number that's tracking younger and younger. If you go up to the next age older than you, most high school students, if you go up to college age and young adults, this number is, increases even more. The older uh, studies say, the older we get, unfortunately. But now it's beginning to track younger. Even students, as I talk to the middle school students here in a few minutes, like, it's tracking younger and younger. Uh, and here's what we find, around 34 students uh, out of 100 will struggle with anxiety, like 34%. So just know you're, you're not alone if, this, if you walk through this. Like, it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people walk through, and it's heavy. So before we get into God's Word, I just want you to pray with me, uh, and then we'll, we'll hop into what God has for us tonight. Let's pray. God's uh, life is heavy sometimes. It's like we're walking around with a 45-pound weight. And it's not just students, it's adults, it's people like myself that just get weighed down by worry and what-ifs and anxieties, and it just comes, it just comes in waves, it just comes in storms. God, would you help your word to just encourage us tonight? I pray your word would come alive to us tonight and really, really help us. God, would you lighten our load tonight? God, thank you for being with us in the storm. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So why don't I go a, di a, a different route than we usually go when we talk about anxiety. I want to talk about it from a, a person in the Bible who dealt with it that we usually don't go to when it comes to anxiety. And this dude's name is Moses. Mo many of you may have heard of him. He's the guy who led the Israelites out of Egypt. I mean, that's the guy we're talking about tonight. And he is this guy that had a lot of what-ifs in his life. Just a lot of them, and I want to look at them a little bit here tonight. Uh, we're going to read some scriptures, so if you will follow along with me on the screen, uh, that would be awesome. Here's where we find uh, Moses. Here We find Moses here, and um, here's what it says in Exodus chapter 3. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. And I think we just need to stop right there. I, I don't know, like when we read the Bible, do you realize that God sees it? He didn't just say this once. Like, he, he doesn't see it. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And look at him. He is, he's, he's concerned about their suffering. And maybe that's all you need tonight you can just check out. Maybe that's all you need to hear tonight is if God is concerned about those people who are going through those kinds of things and just know whatever anxiety is coming your way, he has seen it, he's heard it, and he's concerned about the suffering that you're going through. That is so helpful to me, and it just reminds me that there's a God who loves me, and he is with me through the storm. So here's what he says. So I have come down to rescue them 
from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into good, spacious land, land flowing with milk and honey. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I've seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing me. Once again, he has, he's, he's heard the cry right here, like that's what he's done, and the Egyptians are oppressing them. So here's what he does. He's sending someone to help the people who need help, and he does that all the time in our lives. And for some of you, when it comes to anxiety, God's going to help you, and some of the times he's going to send somebody like Moses. He's going to send someone into your life, and that's what he does. I'm sending you, Moses, into Egypt to save you. Story continues on, but Moses said to God, here's what happens, right? With, just like it happens with, with us. Like, he begins to ask, like, who am I? Like, what if? Like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and, and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God just reminds him, like he's been reminding us all the way through this series, I'm going to be with you, man. I'm going to be with you. And this will be the sign that it is I who have sent you. When I brought the people up out of Egypt, you will worship together on the mountain. He goes, continues on, and Moses says, he has another what if. And he's like, what, what, what if, like, what if that doesn't go right? What if the next thing, what if, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your father sent me to you, and they ask me, what's his name? Like, who, whose name are you here to talk to me about? What shall I say then? And I love what Jesus says here. I am. God said to Moses, I am, and I am is a big deal in the Bible. It's pretty much saying, I am God. God is God. Like, that's who I am, and I am. It kind of sounds like, this is going to date myself. Anybody ever watch Popeye back in the day? Every time I read this, I think of Popeye. I am what I am. Like, it's kind of what, God's not saying that, and he's a lot stronger than Popeye. He's got bigger biceps and forearms than Popeye. But he, he says this, and it's a big deal. I am. Tell him this. I am has sent me to you. And he's not done with his what ifs. He continues on in chapter 4. He gives him another what if. Like, what if they don't believe this? And what if they don't believe that? He says this. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant here. Uh, the Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you've spoken to your servant. Here's the thing. What if I'm really slow in speech and of tongue? And the Lord says to him, like, yeah, I love this. Who gave human beings their mouth? Hey, Uncle Mo, who makes the deaf or the mute? Who gives them sight and makes them blind? Oh, is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I'll help you. And I will teach you what to say. Well, look at Moses. It's too much. The what-if game, the snowball has begun. And he's like, pardon me. Just pardon your servant. Please send somebody else. And he's just like, I give up. I quit. I can't. And if you're like me, when anxiety comes in your life, those are some of my favorite words. Moses is no different. You know, Moses is no different here. He just continues that. And he's like, I, what if I'm, I'm not qualified? What if I don't know what to say? What if they don't listen to me? I, I can't even talk right. I can't even do this. And God just assures him. He continues to tell him over and over again, I'm going to be with you. I made your mouth. I made your brain. I, I did all of these things. I, I, I'm going to assure you that I'm going to be with you. Later on, he continues to whine about he's not a good speaker. And God's like, well, hey, your brother Aaron is, and I'll send him with you, and he can speak for you. Like he just deals, God deals with all his what ifs, and he wants 
wants to deal with all of our what-ifs as well. God answers Moses the same way that he wants to answer our anxiety today. The same way he tells him, I'm going to be with you, I'm going to be with you, and he will be with us. That God is still, he's your I am. He is your God who wants to step into those things. And when anxiety feels like it's too much, God showed up. You see, the answer to calming the story of our anxiety is resting in the power of God's decree. I am. Didn't I make you? Aren't I the most powerful being? Don't I know about what's going on in your life? I've seen your cries. I know I am. I am going to be here. And while we might not be able to calm the storm, or we may not be able to calm the what-ifs, here's the thing. Jesus is. God is big enough to calm our what-ifs. And when we say, I'm not evil, I'm not able, when we say, I'm not able, here's what Jesus says. I am. Same thing he tells Moses. He wants to tell us today. I am. Because here's the thing. Jesus can still calm the storm of anxiety. And I know what you're thinking. That's a nice little slogan, Brian. Cool. That's really going to help me the next time anxiety is coming my way. It may. You may remember that God's with you, but I want to give you something that God's put in Scripture to help us in these exact times when worry and what-ifs and all of those things come across us. And it's just, it's this verse, and if you are a person who, who deals with and, and battles with anxiety, if this is one of the storms that loves to come for you in your life, you need to memorize this verse. You just need to memorize this verse. Like, this is a verse that you need to put to memory, and I just wonder, have you ever, like, this is something you can do in your journal. Have you ever just sat and taken apart a verse? I just want to do that real quick. Like, here's what this word, anybody know what the word cast means? What's that mean? Yeah. It does mean that. It's like, it is like that. It's like a cast when you break your arm. That is totally true. Could mean this. You see, Jesus in this scripture gives us some things that we can do in our everyday. He says, hey, I want you to put on, I want you to throw uh, all, that means every single one of the things, all of the what ifs. That's a big, big all here. Do you realize when it says your, that's you? And that's me? Put all of the worries you have, Brian. Where does it say to put our anxiety? On him. Like that's where our anxiety should go. It doesn't have to stay in us and eat us alive. It doesn't have to rule the day. He says, hey, load me up, man. Why don't, you, why don't you cast those? Why don't you put those? Why don't you throw those things right at me? And here's the cool thing. Because, and that really, you know what that means is why. Why should we do all that? Because he cares for us. He's like, Brian, I'd love to take the weight from you. So often I just hang on to it. So often I just hang on to it. 
You need to know this, that you are God's child who he loves. If my kids were to come home with a weight, I want them to give it to me. I want to help them carry it. And God is the same way. Whatever's weighing you down, whatever storm is going through, he wants to step in and be a part of that more than you can imagine. He doesn't want us to walk in worry. He doesn't want us to walk in what ifs. He doesn't want us to always walk in anxiety. He says, give those to me. I would love to have them because I'm big enough, bad enough, strong enough to take care of them. You see, we can give God our anxiety in prayer. And maybe for you, it's sitting down with a piece of paper, and maybe it's sitting down, and you're just going to list things out. God, I've got some anxiety, and here's my list. Like, just like you wrote on that piece of paper tonight. And just line it out and, and say, God, I'm, as I write these down, I'm giving them to you. I'm casting them. I'm throwing them. I'm throwing my weight. I'm giving you the weight. That is what I'm giving you here tonight. You see, Jesus wants to still the storm of anxiety in your life. So what I want to do tonight as we close, we finish up. Why don't we do what the Bible said? Why don't we practice that? I know you've got a post-it note in your hand. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to pray. And as I pray, I want you to, in your mind and in your heart, to hand over whatever you wrote on here. Would you just cast it on God? Would you let him carry the weight? Like just practice what, what Scripture says. Let's practice over and over again. And here's the thing you need to know. This is not a one-time thing because here's what we love to do over and over and over again. We continue to pick up the weight. Every day we continue to pick it up. And you know what? Every day we need to continue to put it back on God and say, God, no, I'm giving this back over to you. You're helping me. You're here with me. This is a great promise and I want to hand this over to you. So after I pray and we give these things to God, here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you quietly And orderly, if you can, I want you to take your post-it note. I just want you to find it somewhere on this weight to stick it. And if quietly, if you just go out the back doors, you're going to go around to the patio. Uh, it's cool. It's a really nice night tonight. We're going to worship outside a little bit. Continue to give thanks to God as we worship. And we're going to go to our life group. So let's give, would you pray with me and let's give these to God? God, I know some of these uh, notes in here, they're, some people are like, man, I just, I don't have anything to write down. And, and that's cool. That's really good. But I know others, their, their, their post-it note may be full. And I know others that may just have one word on it. That may be a really, really heavy Thing they're going through. And God, we give this to you. Whatever's on this piece of paper, God, we are handing to you and we are throwing it, we're casting it on you because you care for us. Would you help these students and these, even the adults here and even myself to remember this, that every time a weight, an anxiety, a what if comes, that we'd hand it over to you, that we don't have to deal with that you are the one who loved to deal with it. 
This is going to have to be a practice over and over and over again. We're going to have to do this every single day, every single what if, if we just hand it to you, God, and let you work. God, thanks for being with us in the storm. Thanks for being with us in our anxiety and with our anxiety. And thank you that you love us. For all this in Jesus' name, amen. If you want to quietly come and just put yours on the way.